the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Nobody can test me. You know I'm a bad Welcome to tonight's Andrea K. Show. It is Taco Tuesday. Munch, munch. <laughs> yes, indeedy. And y'all know I am a bad girl. And I'm just enjoying myself tonight. This is not just any Taco Tuesday. No, this is another big primary Tuesday. And we got some battles taking place in, believe it or not, usually we think of the primaries that matter so much as being in states like Florida, Ohio, or California, or Pennsylvania, what's going on over there with Mr. Let Them Eat Crudites, Mehmet Oz. We can chat about that later, or maybe not. Maybe we can pretend that he's not actually the nominee for Pennsylvania. Tonight, all eyes are on Wyoming and Alaska. And are we going to finally have a chance to say skippity-doo-dah, so long farewell, little Liz and little Lisa Murkowski. Get them out of here. Yeah, get them out of here. We're going to be saying so long, farewell, Alvedor saying goodbye. Hey, 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 goodbye. <laughs> Are the... Citizens and the voters in the states of Wyoming and Alaska, are they going to be coughing up, particularly Liz Cheney, like a cat coughing up a fur ball? Well, we're hopefully going to have the results tonight. Um, in fact, we actually, I'm surprised we didn't have it already. I'm surprised Brett Baer and Fox News didn't already call it for, uh, for little Liz Cheney hours ago. And believe me, they would have if they could have, because this is a battle that's much bigger than Wyoming and Alaska. These are message elections happening tonight, and we're going to give you the details on it. Hopefully, we will have results that we can share with you guys tonight. Speaking of sending a message, we're going to spend a little time talking about and continuing to talk about the raid down in Mar-a-Lago. Tom DeBaccaro, who's not just an, an amazing political pundit and commentator and analyst because he's studied the history of all the different empires and knows what's going on here. He's also an attorney. So I'm, I'm looking forward to having him on tonight. He wrote a great piece today. I know I'm, I know on Fox News, I know a lot of y'all ain't, ain't particularly happy with Fox News. I'm certainly not. But he's a contributor at Fox and wrote a great piece there. And, and, and it's actually shockingly conservative. I'm surprised Fox allowed it to be published. He's going to be weighing in on that. Also coming up after the first break is David Horowitz, who's going to be here to talk about the radical that's way more radical than you even know going on inside of the internal radical service. So stay tuned. Much to get into tonight. We want to hear from you. 888-344-1170. 888-344-1170. Anybody want to call in with a prediction? Is Liz Cheney going bye-bye? Has she been coughed up and rejected? Or are the Democrats going to pull this out? And I'll tell you how the Democrats might in a moment. 888-344-1170. Before I go any further, this man that's never never coughed up and kicked out of anywhere because everybody wants to have him around because he's just that yummy. It's DJ Potato Skins. I'll say this. I don't know whether she's going to edge it out or not, but if Cheney happens to edge out, November is not going to be as big of a red wave as people think. Look, let me tell you, 
if she were to pull it off, this is why she would, because the Democrats, she is so far behind, so already rejected by the Republican Party that I'm not even particularly thrilled with. But she's already been so rejected by the voters of Wyoming that the Democrats who know that she's really a Democrat in disguise. Right. As well. Well, not even just that. What's going on here is that the Democrats are wanting to to um, push her over the line, get her over the finish line by switching their voter registration to Republican so that they can vote for her in a Republican primary to push her over the line. Now, that says everything about her, doesn't it? The Democrats would be willing to vote for her. Correct me if I'm wrong. That's another form of cheating. Well, of course it is. It's stealing. Right. It is stealing. It's election theft. It's to be dishonest. It's to pretend I'm going to I'm going to pretend I'm a Republican today so that I can vote for somebody uh, in in order to stop the actual Republican voters from having a choice in in who they want to represent the state of Wyoming. Um, It's interesting because the Democrats, is it because the Democrats love Liz Cheney? This is my question. I don't think that has anything to do with it. Um, in some ways, it I, I, it's interesting because S.C. Cup, who used to be considered a conservative back when people, you know, actually thought Fox was a conservative network, and she was one of their one of their people that they portrayed as conservative. And then, of course, she sold out her soul to go and get a gig at CNN. So now nobody probably even remembers who she is. But she put forth this interesting um, th- this interesting notion here today about Liz Cheney, and I want you guys to listen to this clip one. Also. I mean, her politics are very polarizing. I know that she has become, um, a, you know, a, a friend to Democrats because of her positioning on Trump. But she's very conservative. I don't see um, a natural, you know, voting block for Liz Cheney. She's to the right of me. And, uh, you know, Democrats might like her right now. But as I said earlier, people people come into your life for a reason, a season or a lifetime. And... <laughs> I think she's in Democrats' life right now for a reason. And um, once she's done her job, they'll, they'll remember how darn conservative she is. That's a bunch of baloney. That's a bunch of baloney. That's S.E. Cup trying to play a little psychological game or reverse psychology. Uh, you know, the Democrats, they, they don't really love Liz Cheney. They, 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 they're, just, they're just happy right now with what she's doing with, against Donald Trump. Look, here's the reality. Liz Cheney is not conservative. If Liz Cheney was conservative, would she be a part of a committee that is that is false that is lying to the american people in order to railroad and support the notion and support what's going on in our court system to where we have american citizens being literally thrown in jail simply because of their beliefs that's not a conservative position it's not the conservative position in this country to to throw to put our military men and women out in out in in a war posture so that you can make a bunch of money like your daddy did there there's there's so much about liz cheney that's from a policy standpoint that's not even remotely conservative here's what's going on there they're trying to they're trying to cover for the fact a couple things they're trying to cover for the fact that what's what's been revealed is that liz cheney and the voters know it well in Wyoming and Alaska that what this is about is this is about the American people waking up and realizing that we've got a uniparty system going on and we've got an establishment entrenched uniparty system in which there's the majority of them really you could interchange R and D all day long. 
And both parties, and particularly during the Bush administration, they did a really good job of trying to pretend to the American people that Bush was hated by the Democrats inside the Beltway. And that wasn't true. In fact, uh, Nancy Pelosi's daughter did a documentary that I watched, and I can remember watching that thinking, you lying sack of S-word, George W. Bush, the way he was hugging up what I saw behind the scenes and what was going on with the Bush administration. He was in on it. That's why Bush never pushed back when they leveled all these false accusations against him. He was in on the game. He was in on it. So they want to they she's wanting to make you think that the Democrats see her as a conservative and she's she's just in her in their life for a reason. No, they want her to continue as a part of the uniparty system. But the voters out here are saying we've had enough. We're to fork at the road. In fact, what's going on in Wyoming and in Alaska tonight is what happened in 2016. It was the voters saying we are sick to death of you entrenched dynastic administrations and dynastic uh, office holders, and quite frankly, the dynasties going on politically in this country is not just those that held office. It also extends out with family members, whether they're, um, we, I mean, we ha- had two Bushes, both as president, but then and not even just that, because then we, then we, it even extends beyond the fact that these family dynasties have multiple people. Um, holding office, but we also have their family members in media and their family members running political organizations and their power is so broad that they're a major issue with the establishment deep state uniparty issue situation that we've got going on. They're part of why there's all these questions tonight about how did Liz Cheney make all of her money? How did she get so wealthy? The same way all the rest of them do. The left actually had an argument about no war for oil, right? And what Dick Cheney, how much money Dick Cheney and Halliburton was making. Quite frankly, they had a whole lot of argument there. This, so the voters and the voters in, in Wyoming are like, look, we're sick of you, lady. You're a phony. You do nothing but vacation in Wyoming. You really live in Virginia. You're using us for power so that you and your family can continue to have your entrenched uh, grip on, on the American people lying to us on the campaign trail that you're conservative when you're really not. Essie Cup knows that she's not conservative. She's pretending here, trying to trying to create a distance that, that really separates Liz Cheney so that the American people won't won't understand the depths of the uniparty system that involves the Republican establishment. And it's shameful. Hopefully we're gonna have some results tonight that are gonna that are going to put to bed not just Cheney and which which uh, and, and we also and, and by the way, um, in, in terms of dynasty, a lot of people might think, well, you know, her dad was VP, you know, she's, you know, um, you know, in Congress, you know, uh, uh, you know, uh, uh, what is, you know, that's hardly a political dynasty. No, that that's quite dynastic. If you think about how, how many positions her dad held in, in the in the levers of power he was close to. Same thing with her as well. And I don't even know what the rest of her family's involved in. But that was a part of the Bush dynasty and the Bush the Bush dynasty that's been very entrenched. And I was glad to see the Texas voters vote against um, uh, the son of what's his name? George W. Bush's um, George W. Bush's son, Jeb. All right, so we're going to take a break. We are going to come back. Um, we'll, we'll revisit the Wyoming and Alaska situation later. We'll give you those results. We're going to take a break. When we come back. We're going to talk to David Horowitz about the internal radical service. Don't go away. Andrea Kay.
bringing the world a much-needed reality check. You're listening to The Andrea K Show on The Answer San Diego. Welcome back to tonight's Andrea K Show. By the way, a little trivia here. Did y'all know that today is the anniversary of the death of Elvis Presley? By the way, rest in peace, the king. Don't know if you saw the movie. Are we going to be saying uh, rest in peace to Liz Cheney's political career? It, it, you, um, hmm, that remains to be seen. I, I predict I predict she's getting the old heave-ho <laughs> out the dough of Wyoming. But we're going to shift gears right now. we got to be talking about the internal radical service. Just how radical is this internal radical service? Y'all thought you knew how radical they were back when little, little Miss Lois Lerner was weaponizing the IRS to go after Tea Party groups, but there's so much more that you need to know. And here to share with you guys is David Horowitz. Uh, You can go check out his um, article on frontpagemag.com, where he's literally written the book, the pamphlet called internal radical service that you can down that you can download and read all about it because knowledge is power, my friends. David Horowitz, welcome to the Andrea K show. Thanks for having me, Andrea. And by the, oh, excuse, excuse me for interrupting. By the way, he, David Harwitz is also the author of I Can't Breathe. And I want to make sure everybody knows that as well. All right. Um, welcome, David Horowitz. Thanks for having me. The subtitle of that book, by the way, which should have got more notice, it's a really good book, is How a Racial Hoax is Killing America. I think people can see that. More and more. I actually wrote a book 20 years ago called Hating Whitey mm-hmm. and Other Progressive Causes. But I think the people are catching up on and understanding uh, what a menace that is. The IRS uh, is supposed, has uh, codes. So there are tax-exempt codes where you don't have to, you, you get a tax deduction if you make a contribution. And those are supposed to go to charities. They're called 501c3s. It's a a code reference. Um, Charities. This little booklet that I've written with John Perazzo uh, shows uh, how hundreds of billions of dollars have been taken out of taxpayer pockets to fund radical left-wing causes. I bet you would be surprised to know that Black Lives Matter is a charity in the eyes of the IRS. <laughs> it's a criminal organization um, that torched 220 cities uh, and caused $7 billion in property damage, killed people. Uh, they're just a bunch of criminals. They pocketed the, do- the donations, but they, they received about $100 million in tax-exempt funds under the guise that they're, some, of course, they're a social justice charity. The IRS was corrupted uh, in the Obama years. Uh, Lois Lerner is mm-hmm. the infamous thing. Of course, she made off with lots of money and nothing ever happened to her for denying tax exemption to religious organizations and conservative organizations generally. Uh, if you wondered how all those people are uh, illegally crashing, invading our country in the southern border, uh, uh, courtesy of the criminal cartels, how they understand going in that they're not going to be arrested, how they get relocated, 
uh, across the country. Those are all tax-exempt 501c3s that do the dirty work. Mm-hmm. Uh, and and they're, uh, so the IRS has, you know, many people thought that, that, that the corruption of the IRS was just limited to what Lois Lerner did with the support in, in, uh, of John McCain, by the way, who wanted to... Tip of the iceberg. It was, it's tip the tip of the iceberg. Absolutely the tip of the iceberg. And then and when also you... also fix the election. There's a, one of the chapters, this is a little booklet, you can get it. Um, I think we're charging $3 for the booklet. Um, it's, a, it's an e-book. But if you buy 25 copies or more, you can get them for a dollar. Everybody on the right, every patriot needs to know what's in this book. Mm-hmm. Republicans are totally, of course, the head of the IRS is a Republican. I mean, the Republicans are totally asleep on this. And we, we can never win these battles if the left is getting hundreds of billions of dollars in funding uh, for the. Well, how do you think you have all those? People who have jobs on the streets burning our cities. Well, right. <laughs> well, the, you know, they're raiding Mar a Lago. They're raiding Mar a Lago, David Horowitz, but nobody did any raids. Nobody did any, any. Bill Barr did nothing in investigating using RICO statutes to find out who was funding all these pallets of bricks that were delivered everywhere. Who paid for all yeah, the hotel why rooms? Yeah. The IRS has a category. Called the 527 instead of 501c3 that allows the, uh, let me tell you for just from personal experience I know of conservative organizations that are being attacked by the IRS that threatening to take away their tax exemption uh, because they had opinions about Hillary Clinton and, and she was a, a political candidate a negative opinion shall we say about this criminal who should be in jail um, one of the chapters of this book is about Zuckerberg's $400 million, mm-hmm. all tax exempt. Uh, among the, th- the things that, which he did for the elections, and the lie was it was to keep people safe during COVID, which is the lie behind which they had all the paper ballots, which are easy. Uh, easy, easy to stuff ballot boxes with. Right. Um, they're, they're the least secure. The Carter Baker uh, Commission, which was formed after the nineteen the two thousand election, remember was disputed. Um, it had to be decided by the Supreme Court. So Jimmy Carter and James Baker, a Republican and a Democrat formed a bipartisan commission and they came out with recommendations to prevent fraud, election fraud. The Democrats have taken every one of the recommendations, and the, the chief one was no paper ballots, particularly unsolicited. The Democrats systematically took each thing they warned about and put it in place before the 2020 election. And what they did, we're talking to David Horowitz, author of I Can't Breathe, and he's got a new ebook that you guys all need to download because it's about the internal radical service. You can go to, um, uh, I think you can download it at frontpagemag.com. Um, yeah. I, you know, with, now now you add in that they are, are through the, the Democrats, $80 billion to hire 87,000 IRS agents who are going to be weaponized. And you guys can Amen. go. That's right. That's a Gestapo right there. 
there's not no institution that can destroy you as silently and effectively as the IRS. They're the only agency and department that can literally declare you guilty until proven innocent, seize all of your property at gunpoint, I might add, and then you've got to prove your innocence to get it back. Of course, all of your accounts and everything will be frozen. So how are you going to even have the money to go and hire somebody to take on the IRS and get your money back? So what, what we need to have happen, and, and let me just tell you this, David Horowitz, the, it's not just the Democrats, in my opinion. We're here, like you said, the head of the IRS is a Republican. The Republican Party could have done something about this. Even when they had and they did nothing, they don't hold anybody accountable, just like they didn't hold anybody accountable in the FBI and the DOJ. And that's why they were able to uh, to uh, abuse and persecute a former president of the United States with an FBI raid. I think what we need to have and I don't know if at the end of your at the end of your ebook, you give a recommendation. But what I think is we need to abolish the IRS and everybody. You you don't agree. We need. No, you got to have a. Some way of funding it. It's not everything the government does is bad. And if you do that, you're going to put in the camp of people like America, that's the Biden administration. Uh, they'll get all these constituencies that are getting free money. Some of them are deserving. Some people, you know, they're all uh, mothers who get abandoned by their husbands and need help. And well, there's, there's things. Social Security is uh, something I, I think is a good institution. It prevents old people from dying in poverty. Um, you don't want to do that. What you well, want to do is we, we have to restore, same thing with the FBI. We have to restore integrity to our institutions. It's a, it's a longer battle, but it will save the country. Well, what we have and to restore is the rule of law, and that's what we're missing at exactly all at, right. at all of the rule of law. I've got to leave it there, David Horowitz. It's an honor well, to have you. Sir, but people should go to my website. Yes. I've got the recommendations of what, what can be done. Hold your Republican congresspersons feet to the fire. Hold the media seat to the fire. We, we've got to fight. It's just like the battle uh, for our children's education. It yes. destroyed our school system. Mm-hmm. This, is, this is a war. We're in a war. Yes. Uh, and, uh, and the other side is fighting, uh, is fighting a war, and our guys are playing tiddlywinks. Tell, tell everybody where your website is. It's a front page mag. M-A-G.com, Y'all need to go there, download this ebook, and continue to support and read all that work from, and, and also get the book I Can't Breathe from David Harwitz. Thank you for being here, sir. Thank you. Thank you. All right, another favorite of mine is coming up, Tom Del Beccaro. Whew, he wrote a scathing op-ed today about the FBI. And wait till you hear what he has to say about it. Don't you go anywhere. This is the Andrew K. Show on AIM 1170, The Answer, San Diego. You're listening to somebody who tells it like it is. Andrea Kay on The Answer San Diego. Welcome back to tonight's Andrea Kay show. Just sitting here on the edges of our little seats in the Liz Cheney defeat party mode. Ready to ready to do a little celebrate. We're going to celebrate like it's 1999, y'all, when Liz goes down. 
I'm always in a good mood, too, when I get to bring in my buddy Tom Del Beccaro, famed author, historian, political commentator, man who crushed Kamala in a debate. Although lots of people, Tom Dell, is saying, you know, now that we've seen Kamala in action, maybe that wasn't so hard. But still, you did a you did a bang up job back in the day. You also did a bang up job in this op-ed that you wrote today about the uh, about the FBI and what's going on here and so I'm glad to have you back with me tonight Tom DeBacaro how are you I'm good I'm in great I'm mood gonna, I'm going to tell you a little known story here yes the last time I wrote an op-ed about the DOJ and the FBI I was writing for Forbes and they took it down really because because I and I guess in their minds, exposed too much. But fortunately, Fox News was quite interested in this. We worked on it over the period of time to amp it up. And it's a plain reality that, and this isn't about, the, the bigger point here isn't about Trump or Hillary Democrat versus Republican. We now have clearly a DOJ and an FBI who want to choose who want to be involved in choosing our candidates. And that is the third world country thing that bothers me more than rating somebody alone. They think like a, like a military hunter that they can displace candidates or presidencies that they don't think is in the best interest of this country or their careers. And that, you know what? And you are the only one besides me who has said that. I have been saying that going back from when we first started getting a whiff of what was going on and people being targeted in the Trump campaign. This was about them controlling the outcome of the election in 2016 by covering up the crimes of Hillary Clinton. Of course, the way that they chose to do that was the intelligence community and the Russian collusion hoax, because that provided them a way to skirt like they're doing now. Oh, it's about national security. We don't have to tell you what's going on. It's sensitive, right? We don't have to follow fourth, you know, fourth amendment search and seizure and our, you know, all of our, uh, you know, due process. No, no, we can go and lie to the FISA courts. Then they set up the insurance policy, the attempted coup attempt. It's all about controlling the outcome of our elections. And 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 it's and it's and it's you know um, shocking to me that others aren't willing to say that. And and that should and that should upset every American out there because nothing matters if our elections don't matter. This is the real election integrity issue that we have beyond machines, beyond mail in ballots, etc. This is our number one election issue. And from and, and what you didn't go into in the in the I don't think because I read it earlier today. My opinion is we've got to abolish the FBI. What do you think on that note? Well, certainly whoever is president next needs to radically restructure it at the very least. I know some uh, others are calling for its abolition like you and its reformation. But remember, it is also the, the DOJ that is not the Department of Justice. And if I could just briefly talk about what, what's inside the op-ed and encourage people to go to Fox. Yes. Or, political vanguard to get it yes um, this is about i i know the left and others want to say well trump did things wrong it doesn't matter what hillary did but the point of this article is to point out that democrat andrew mccabe committed four felonies 
and was able to sue the Department of Justice and get his benefits, and nothing happened to him, <laughs> right. even though it was recommended. Comey took documents home and released them. He broke the law. Nothing happened. We know at length that Hillary, as Secretary of State, had an unsecure server. We also, at her home, we also know that David Petraeus brought home a laptop. It was in his house, and as I put in the article, was charged with a crime for having the laptop in his house. Hillary had an entire server mm-hmm. in her house for over a year. So she clearly committed the crime, and yet Comey chose not to charge her. And they knew about this in 2015. They let her run for president. Mm-hmm. They, what they are doing now when they hogtie uh, or frogtie uh, Peter Navarro or raid President Trump or the rest of the Republicans that have been treated in this manner is purely political. And this is an anathema, an uncontrolled police state and democracy are at opposite ends of the scale. No republic could survive this. And that is the problem. The republic is not surviving this. I was asked on air tonight on KUSI, what do I think about the attack, the, the attacks, uh, 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 the threats to the FBI? <laughs> Obviously, I don't believe anyone should take the law into their own hands in that regard. But throughout all of history, when government constantly encroaches on the freedoms of people, eventually they push back. And if this country is to be saved, <laughs> the idea of America is to be saved. The push back has to be serious and prolonged. And we cannot accept the FBI as it is. We cannot accept no. the DOJ as it is. And we cannot accept these politicians as they are lying to our faces like Joe Manchin saying, oh, we're going to do this inflation reduction bill. Oh, that's not really going to reduce inflation. It's unbelievable. Yeah. Well, I, you know, and the thing is, is that I, I, I it makes me angry that you were even asked that question. The victims right now in the in the United States of America is not the FBI who are acting with complete impunity. The message that the reason why they took those passports, Tom DeBocaro, it was the equivalent. They might as well have just left a dead fish wrapped in newspaper. The message was, we're taking you down. We can do anything that we want, however we want, breaking the law all over the place. We are in control and you can do nothing about it. And then we're not allowed to have an attitude about that. And what are all these supposed threats? The only violence that I see is Republicans getting shot up in a baseball field and some guy from California showing up outside a Supreme Court justice's house wanting to kill three or four of them. The real violence and inciting the incitement of violence is coming from the left and the Democrats putting bounties on the heads of Supreme Court justices. Hey, shut down D.C. Show us. We'll give you five hundred dollars if you give us the location of a Supreme Court justice. And they're still there in 30 minutes when we arrive. So I resent any media outlet asking that question of you because it's false, it's a distraction meant to deflect from who the real victims are in this country, and it's not even just Donald J. Trump, it's all of us. You talk about in your article about other countries. Please share the examples of other countries where this kind of crap has happened. Well, look, military hunters throughout history, Honduras, Brazil, they 
they what they do is they take down a leader. Take, the military takes over the country because they don't believe the leader that the people elected is doing the right thing. They yeah. may have may not have been good or bad leaders. But what is the difference in result if the FBI decides to go after a candidate? They've been hunting Trump from before day one. It's the same result. Mm-hmm. But the bigger and then take this even bigger. The United States used to be a beacon to the world. The president of El Salvador last week ripped into the United States saying, if I did that in my country, you would be all over me in a sense. Yeah. Said. Yeah. I'm sorry, El Salvador, the most secret <laughs> cast you can think of? El I'm Salvador like, has the moral authority over the United States of America. It's actually funny, but it's really not, because that's, that's how low we have sunk. And, 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 and that is a dangerous thing. And so, look, the left wins through attrition, not through ideas. Yes. And we cannot give, it, give in on this. We must stand firm. This country cannot withstand this. And look, <laughs> I wrote this article. God knows what, you know, I'm sure an audit's coming and everything else. Yeah. But at what point are people going to stand up is the question. Well, that's one of the reasons why so many of the Republicans, even my favorite Congressman Andy Biggs, isn't being quite as, as forceful as I'd like him to be because everybody knows the target's on their back, right? They not, Trump is the only one who continues to be fearless and say, you know, I ain't going anywhere. And, and, you know, Laura Ingram is on Lisa Booth's podcast yesterday saying, at what point are people going to be so exhausted that they just want to turn the page from Trump? That's what that's what they want us to do. They want to wear us down until we give in and let the uniparty system, because there's too many in the Republican Party that are enjoying the power that's centralized. Right. And so we don't even have enough in the Republican Party that that uh, that are, are on our side here. Right. They're happy to get rid of Trump. I said last night, and you can correct me if I'm wrong. The only election that really mattered to what I call the deep state and what you call the administrative state was really 2016, because up until then, there was really no Republican president who was actually a threat to the growing administrative state. Your thoughts? Yeah, I, I agree. And to, to just nuance what you're saying just a little bit. The problem wait, here, wait, I need nuance. <laughs> the problem here is that these people willing to overlook things because they don't like Trump don't realize you can't you can't get this back. Right. This now this is the, the FBI acting like this. You can't undo that toothpaste. The price of their anti-Trump hate is permanent damage. And that's really what this is all about. Yeah. For me, Trump's going to come and go. I tell people 10 years from now, Trump will be gone, but, and the Democrats will hate the next Republican. Republicans are not going to like the next Joe Biden. If if Bernie Sanders got in or Elizabeth Warren, they're not going to like them. The question is, do you preserve the constitutional system that allowed this country to, to prevail for so very long? Or do you just say, well, there's something to power in our life, so we're going to break the rules? Well, you know, we are... At, 
I said that after this this raid that that we are just really on the precipice here. This is really dangerous. We're in a really dangerous place. And unfortunately for us, there's so many that are so blinded with hatred for Trump that they they don't realize that it and whether that's Republican elected officials or the average Democrat low information voter that's the useful idiot and don't understand um, what they're ushering in and how you're right. Trump is going to be gone eventually. And what are you going to be left with, you 30 year old, you know, anti-constitutional, loving this, this, you know, green energy boondoggle bill that's been shoved, the Inflation and Tax Expansion Act. When you don't, when you're not, when you're not able to feed your children, when the World Economic Forum said that you'll love nothing and be happy, they meant it. Okay. Yeah, no, 100 percent. And this all goes back to our government school, school systems. But don't teach physics, don't teach right. history, because what you don't know you have, you're willing to overlook in ignorance. And that's part of this process. Well, Tom, tell everybody how they can read this article. It was the most clear-headed, concise, articulate. It was boom about what this is really all about. Tell everybody where they can read it. Thanks so much. You can get it at Fox News today or politicalvanguard.com. Thanks so very much. Thanks for being here, my dear. Bye-bye. All right. We're going to take a, a, a little little break. We come back. Hopefully, we're going to be singing a little Alfreda Zane to little Liz Cheney. Stay tuned. This is the Andrea K. Show on AM 1170, The Answer, San Diego. You're listening to The Andrea K. Show on The Answer, San Diego. Welcome back to tonight's Andrea K. Show. Dribs and drabs. They're just trying to trickle it out to us. The results of Liz Cheney in Wyoming. Um, we got a whole nother hour of the AK Show, though. So we, we, we're going to be sticking around with you guys for our um, bye-bye Liz Cheney party, as well as bye-bye uh, Lisa Murkowski party as well. So um, hopefully... Um, you guys are going to be be with us for hour two. Also, in next hour, we've got some in- breaking information for you guys on COVIDs, on the shots. Um, last night, we talked to you guys about uh, the World Economic Forum and um, the shots. So we've got a, a shocking story to share with you guys about that. Um, so we got we got a lot of fun to to have with you guys in the next hour. I want to continue for a few moments, though, and piggyback on what Tom Debacar was saying about the Department of Justice. Julie Kelly, who is probably one of the, the like, you know, final two journalists that we actually have left in the country, has been has been following the case out of Michigan, the Gretchen Widmer Fed napping plot. Let me tell you. What One of the things Tom said is that the FBI and the DOJ, particularly the FBI, is acting as the force to that uh, the to strong arm control over our elections. And the Gretchen Whitmer fednapping plot was all about that. This is where the FBI paid a bunch of informants. Like today, we found out that that, that um, the, they, they charged four guys. The first two ended in a mistrial. They decided they were going to retry the other two, and it's looking really bad for the U.S. government. They might have thought uh, uh, against retrying these guys. Um, I think I might – I've only got a couple minutes left. I think I might save some of this information for the next hour because I want to get into some details with this for you guys because I need you to understand how deep this goes in terms of the weaponized – uh, DOJ as well, and and how they're coordinating and collaborating with the FBI. I might as well go to the phones quickly um, before I take a break. Um, hello there, welcome to the Andrea K Show. 
Is this Andrea? Yes, it is. Who are you, my dear? Oh, hi. It's Mark and Poi Loma. Hey, Mark. And uh, hey, nice to hear your voice again. Thank you. Uh, little uh, side note here. I just wanted to bring up uh, one of the big elephants in the room that nobody talks about. You know, we've got elections coming up, but we still have Dominion software. Nothing's changed. You know, they made the movie 2000 Mules. Yeah, they exposed it all, but nothing's changed. It's still the same dirty Marxist software they used to steal the Venezuela election with. And that's a big problem. Well, we've got a big problem with our elections. And I know, by the way, um, that Mike Lindell is actually going to be having a, an event next week. He's called something the truth event next week in which he's going to be continuing to, to expose what's going on with these machines. Um, but even if you were to even even you people out there, you know, who don't want to listen to anything about the machines and you don't believe Mike Lindell, we know that even if you were to take the machines out of it, Mark, we still have a problem with our elections. It's called the mail in ballot fraud. It's called the roles that include that that include uh, dead people voting, um, the the ballot harvesting tricks that are going on. We had the the Biden administration, and nobody's talking about this, Mark. Did you hear? And I reported this extensively about this executive order that Joe Biden signed in 2020 to basically to, to redo what, what Zuckerberg did with the Zuckerbucks. He's basically designating entire uh, agencies across, from HUD and beyond to set up, to basically set up using all of our different department and, and agencies across the country to be voting election sites um, to basically take the taxpayers dollars and use all these different departments within the U.S. government to basically control the outcome of the elections, basically doing what Zuckerberg did and doing it through the U.S. government. And I, I probably need to report on that again. Um, we've got so many different ways in which the left is trying to steal our elections, one of which I believe includes this Gascon recall out of L.A. He's surviving the recall because they decided to throw out 200,000 signatures on the recall ballot. How convenient, right? Absolutely pathetic. It, uh, we should have just straight up voting like we used to have uh, right in ballots, uh, not right in. But, you know, you go to the ballot, you go in and you, you vote. And somebody counts it by hand. That's all we need to do. Yeah. yeah. In person, using a paper ballot, show an ID. And if we have enough polling stations everywhere to where they don't have to count 500,000 from one location, you have enough polling stations around what like we used to have. And then every polls close. And within an hour, they've, they've counted everything that happened that day. And then you send it into the centralized place. And then everybody gets to celebrate tonight. I'm hoping we all get to celebrate, Mark. And I hope you're going to celebrate with us the demise of... I hope so. One other thing I've Real got to quick. mention. I know you're short on Ten, time. Five seconds. I just, finished, I just finished a book by Senator Robert F. Kennedy called The Real Dr. Fauci. Oh, I, I had them on the show. Great book. And Chapter thank you. seven. Chapter he seven. Murdered 80, he murdered 80 children. Nobody talks about it. All right. We will. Stay tuned. Hour two coming up. Love you all. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. 
The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.